his crown. We hope to see full commit through church and maybe some action at Allard. Hello and welcome back to the British Touring Car Podcast. Uh, we're back again. Only two weeks since Brands. Feels longer. Does it, really? Yeah. I think it's rushed around. It, I suppose it helped we had an interesting Spanish Grand Prix in the Formula 1 for the first yes. time in, ooh, forever, which helped, uh, <laughs> helped the week move along. It's about 2016, I think. Uh, I, I'd normally miss the Spanish Grand Prix, to be honest, as it is a dull fest. Yes. I preferred Valencia. But yeah, anyway, yeah, that's, yeah. that's a different pod for a different time. <laughs> um, but yes, we are back again. We're taking a look at Thruxton for this upcoming weekend. Um, as it will be mentioned many times, fastest track in Britain. Um, I'm sure that read my notes. Yeah, because <laughs> I haven't made any. No, no, ever <laughs> um, the professional you. Yeah. So yeah, fastest track in Britain and one that you don't particularly like, but can sometimes throw up some good action. The science tells you all you need to know. Yeah, so eleven corners, as you say, the fastest track in Britain, two point three six miles, made its debut to the touring car calendar in 1968. The qualifying lap record is held by. Ooh, uh, Sutton. Nope. Oh, okay. Shedden. Nope. Dan Camish in 2020. Okay. The woman at 15-2. The race record is held by... Plato. Nope. Turkington. Nope. Go on him. Ingram. Ooh. Set in 2020, which is a woman at 16.2. Who has the most wins here? There are three drivers tied. It's got to be Cook, surely. It is not. Wow! I'm amazed at that. Um, Assuming this is up to date, is it on Wiki? So it might, but I might. <laughs> according to Wiki, <laughs> um, if it's not him, then he must be getting close to be. Yeah, fair. he must be getting close. Turkington doesn't go very well. No, here. it's not Turkington. Uh, I don't think Plato's ever gone particularly well. It's not Plato. Rouse. No. Go on then. They f- they share seven wins. Share seven wins. Shedden. He is one. Hey. Um, I can't even pick any more out. Both drove voxels. Both drove voxels. Giovinardi. Correct. Oh, blimey. Uh, it can't be Chilton. He's, he's a bit rubbish at the moment. But, but he wasn't when he was driving a voxel, to be fair. Well, he didn't win that many. Um, driving a voxel, driving a voxel. The only driver that's popping into my mind is Tom Onslow Cole, and I know that's not right. <laughs> I, I don't mean, know why. No, I mean, there's two drives, three drives that come in my mind before a Vauxhall. Van Muller. Correct. Hey. I would have, I'd have been understanding had you gone Thompson, James yes, Thompson, yeah, yeah, and yeah. indeed Plato. But no, you were correct. Oh, uh, yeah, back to towards the egg days, wasn't it? Egg. 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 <laughs> but now, in the last two rounds we've had here, because last year they were here twice as well. Yep. We had 10 podium pay, paying places for Hondas. Yeah. So a quick roundup of last year's, we had Thruxton 1, where, which was opener of the season. was. We had Cook Ingram Hill, Cook Camish Hill, obviously Camish was standing in that weekend as the crease deal had fallen apart last minute, yep. and Sutton Plato Hill in a very wet race that was balmy. That was an excellent race, that was. Fantastic. Uh, Thruxton round 2, or take 2, Cook Hill Oliphant, Sutton Cook Oliphant, Morgan Turkerton Proctor. So as you can see, Hondas go well here. Yes, certainly. Which means BMW 1, 2, 3 this weekend. And I do believe the year before, we had two completely different like weather scenarios when it was run twice that year as well. 
um, where we had Hondas dominating in one set of weather conditions and BMWs running really well in the other set of weather conditions. Um, so I think that could possibly pay a part, play a part this weekend. Um, and it will certainly be interesting to see how it all figures itself out with the use of hybrid again. I think you might be referring to 2019. It's 2020. They only came here once. Oh, okay. I might be a year out then. Or you think of last year, which yeah. was also weird weather conditions. Yeah. Um, but yeah, looking ahead to the weekend, it looks like it's going to be chilly. Chilly. Um, overcast, but no real sign of rain. No. Certainly not like you had at Brands last time out. No, and we're, obviously we're not going to Thruxton. It's too far to go, and we unjustifiable in my opinion to go that way uh, so it is a sofa weekend for us watching on ITV4 back on ITV4 this weekend yes fully exclusively etc I'll be interested to know whether the viewing figures will go up for this weekend considering the the ITV swap that happened last time out quite possibly that would be interesting to see so yeah the first race is at 11.40 then we have the second race at 14.40 and the final race at 17.20 so yeah. afternoon based action for the touring cars yeah hopefully within that little gap we'll be able to slot in the Monaco Grand Prix the only race more dull <laughs> you're not a fan of Monaco are you is anyone I mean take if it wasn't in Monaco if it was in I don't know Stoke would you be that as in- interested <laughs> no on a cold Tuesday night maybe it's yeah <laughs> Monaco is gets its reputation because it's Monaco it's not good Anyway, back to the touring cars. Yes. What do you think the hybrid power is going to bring to the weekend? Power. Yeah, do you, do you think it is going to be a, a much bigger margin than what we saw at Brands? Oh, Obviously, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. for Brands, they lowered the amount of deployment yeah. for per lap. Um, it'll be back up to 15 seconds maximum this weekend. And because it's such a quick track and there are so many points at where you're over the threshold of being in third gear above 75 mile an hour, is it going to have more of an effect or do you think it's going to go the other way and have less of an effect? More effect, for sure. Okay. I think there's, there's more obvious places to use it yep. and to try and gain an advantage. You mentioned the hybrids. Obviously, in terms of qualifying, Ingram will have no seconds. Cook will have only 1.5 seconds. Sutton for three. Hill 4.5. Turkton 4.5. Shetton 7.5, Butcher 9, Morgan 10.5, Gamble 12, and Dan Lloyd will have 13.5. Everybody else will have normal amounts of hybrid. And then move that into the race. Ingram will have in race 1, 16, uh, 6 out of 16 laps. 7 for Cook, 8 for Sutton, 9 for Hill and Turkington, 11 for Shedden, 12 for Butcher, 13 for Morgan, 14 for Gamble, and 15 for Dan Lloyd. Do you think we might see uh, a similar thing happen this weekend as what we did last weekend with obviously Cook taking that double victory? Yes. Do you think the winner in race one this weekend is more likely to win race two and sort of like scamper off at the front? Yes, I think it'll be Cook. I think okay. I, I honestly think Cook will take another double this weekend. Although I have put three drivers down. Yeah. But I do think Cook will take a double. Okay. I really do. Do you uh, think? Do you think that's going to be a trend across the season now? Yeah, I think, as you mentioned previously, I don't think the balance is... None of the balance is gone. I don't think the lack of hybrid is going to have the same effect as the balance did. I think we will see less change at the front. Is that a good thing? I don't know. We'll have to see how the season progresses on that front. Um, but I think... I think Ingram's made the point is that if you win or even get a good result in race one, you then don't have to completely change the setup of the car to allow for the extra weight in race two. You can basically, if you've got a winning setup, keep that throughout the day now, which... Yep. 
you know, I think we'll probably see these sort of drivers getting double wins or even triple podiums and stuff like that, I think. I wonder whether that will lead to Havas, uh, at the end of the season, being almost a record points total for the winner. Or do you think it's too competitive throughout the field? I think it's field. I think we're going to struggle to see anybody top Sutton's for, from last year for a while. Mm. Yeah. I don't think we'll see a gap that big for a while either. No, I certainly agree that the gap won't be that big. Um, but I think the the split almost where you've got those top drivers who we expect to maybe finish in the top eight or top ten of the championship and then there's normally that gap yeah. between I think that gap might be bigger I think that's right to be fair I think we've already seen in the opening two rounds that there's already a, a school of 10-12 drivers that are going to be very consistent in the top 10-12 places yeah. and then you have the fringes around 13th to 15th and then everything else further back but I think you're right I think there is a, a hardcore set of three or four that are going to be in the top six more often than not. And then I think you've got the rest behind that are going to be scoring points more often than not. Okay, then looking ahead to the weekend, we'll sort of like try and go through team by team where we sort of like where we think each driver and team might be performing. Uh, we'll start at the top of the championship then. Tom Ingram, his teammate Tom Chilton, obviously, Dan Lloyd is there as well, um, and Boutel. Where do we see the Hyundai's performing this weekend? I see Lloyd and Ingram doing well. Yeah. Uh, I see Butel doing about what Butel would be expecting is doing. And Chilton's the interesting the one. The enigma, isn't he? Cause the outlier. Yeah. He, he had a good first race at Brands, from what I remember, um, and then kind of threw it all away uh, in the second two races. Um, so last time at Thruxton, obviously he was in the Honda last, the BMW last season. My apologies. That's right. He's driven so many. I, I don't fault you for getting that wrong. Wow, blimey, that's very charitable. Fourteenth retirement, thirteenth, first time round. Second time round, we had a fourteenth, seventeenth, seventeenth. So not exactly it's not outstanding, is it? If we go the year before when he was in the Honda, which we know goes well here, do again. You think, do you think he'll score points this weekend? Could that be a, a risk that he might not score in any of the three races? That is a bold call, but one that I think I might be on board with. He's only got 14 points so far this season. Last time at Thruxton in the Honda, he got a 7th and a 7th and a 2nd. Okay. So there is a possibility here. Yeah. Do I think he will get points? I think he will get points. Okay. I think he will. I don't think he finished in the top 10 in the other either any of the races no that's fair himself yeah I think he's going to struggle to get points this weekend I do agree that um, Dan Lloyd will probably be in around 10th 12th yeah 10th sort of position fighting to get into that maybe reverse grid what's Um, the point they'll find a way to give it to Turkington (laughs) Um, whereas I think Ingram will probably again be constantly in the top 6 not been outside the top 6 all season nope I don't really see that ending to this weekend no not not unless there's mechanical failure or if he gets caught up in something well yeah yeah, yeah. Um, ever the optimist though but yeah of course um, but yeah he's been so consistent that's it this season and that is why he's topping the championship Josh Cook then mm. his teammate Jason Plato and uh, Jade Edwards uh, a little bit of a mixed start for the team really obviously Cook had that wonderful weekend last time out Plato has been a little bit 
Jason play it from last season. Um, and I don't think Jade's capitalised as much as she could have done. She had Ooh, a, I think that's harsh. She had a decent run last time out, but I think she would have wanted a couple more points than she's got. Yeah, but equally she was running in the points of Brands until yes. Moffat and Morgan took places off of her. Yeah. In potentially better cars, potentially more experienced drivers. Yeah. You wouldn't expect her to be battling Moffat and Morgan, no. really. And I, I, I think she's driven fairly well. Look at her results, particularly last time out. She was on the fringes at all times. Yep. This is her favourite circuit. I think she scores more points this weekend. Okay. And I'll almost making a mock of health when I say it, I think this might be the weekend player that gets a win. <laughs> He's got to come out fighting after Brands. <laughs> he has, yeah. The car goes well here. And I, all, I also think that you think that Dan Kamish got in this car last year at the 11th hour and, took, it a, up, and yeah. took a podium. Would have taken a win if the team hadn't said leave Cook alone because he was quicker than Cook in race yeah. two. And yeah. the team said no. And then race three, the rain came down and he got it wrong, let's mm. be fair. Which a lot of drivers did. Uh, yeah, exactly. So if he can do that and step in it at the 11th hour and get a podium and arguably should have got a win, there's no excuse for Plato not to have a good weekend this weekend for me. A couple of top 10 finishes or higher for Plato? He's got to be aiming for a top six at least. Yeah. Okay. I think I think to be honest, he's got to be aiming for a podium. To be honest with you, this car, we know that the real drive BMW is going to be strong all season. We know there's going to be a constant bickering all season about its boost and whether it should be turned down, turned up, where the engine sits, all that, all that stuff we've had for the last couple of years. You've got to start looking at the tracks where you know it's going to go well in comparison to the BMW. We know Thruxton is a front-wheel drive track traditionally. You've got to make hay with the sun shining. You've got to make the most of this opportunity. And Cook, of course, taking that double win last time out, he'll be on a, a really big high mm. um, and will be looking to absolutely capitalise on the form that we know he's got at Thruxton. Yeah, I mean, you look at the next two rounds, you've got Thruxton and then Alton Park. Those are two tracks we'd expect the front-wheel drive to go well. Then you've got Croft, which is a bit of a gamble in either way. Yep. Knock Hill favours real-drive cars, arguably. Yeah, Snetterton favours real-drive cars. So that's three in a row, then. Of, of real drive cars you've got to make the most of it now yep certainly have moving on to those real wheel drive cars then we've got team WSR obviously mm. Jake Hill and Colin Turkinson sitting equal on points in the championship and then Jelly down in 14th only 14 points and I think he'll be really disappointed with that oh, considering the considering the qualifying that he put in yeah. at Brands he's been unlucky there's no two ways about it he's had, he's had problems with the car throughout the seasons I think you've got to, he's better than where his position shows yep with Hill, of course, he took a triple podium here last year in the mm. opening rounds with a quite ludicrous drive on the wrong tyres in race three, which will go down in the BTCC folklore yep. of superb driving. Where do you think he'll be this week? End. I think he finishes ahead of Turkington this weekend, points-wise. Um, I just think he's got a little more about him this season. He's certainly looking punchy. Yep. He feels comfortable within the car, and we saw it testing here, or media day that he was quickest in the um, second session so I think he could be candidate for podiums this weekend maybe a win depends how how much of a gap there is between that front and rear wheel drive with hybrid power yeah I mean obviously I mentioned he got his triple podium and then when he came back he got a second and two fourths so yeah. obviously that was in the Honda yep uh, the FK2 Civic rather than the FK8s but he does go well here I think you're right. I think he's going to be looking for more podium successes and to try and potentially jump up a few places in the championship this uh, this weekend. Yes. Um, and I think Turkinson may well have one of those weekends where he's just banking points 
What, knowing how to win a championship, you mean? <laughs> You're desperate for that to come up, aren't you? Um, moving on then to most base, Ash Sutton sits third in the championship. Um, Camish had a bit of a revival last time out at Brands mm. and now sits 11th in the championship. And then you've got the two almost strugglers within that in that camp, in Jackson and Osborne, who between them only have six points. Well, and all six points are owned by Jackson. Yes, I wasn't. I wasn't going to mention that, but well, you I have. Am. <laughs> I am because I think Jackson is slow to get into grips with the car. You, you can see the progression there yep. in a way you can't necessarily see it with Osborne. I think Jackson will have a decent weekend. I think he will score points. Okay. I'm not suggesting race wins or podiums, but no. I think if he can get three point scores with this weekend, he'll be fairly happy with that. I thought. Yeah, I, I would. Yeah, maybe even a decent. A decent finish and battling for those final points. I think the problem is that you, you've alluded to it earlier. The grid is so strong. You look at that top ten, yeah, and you look at the drivers that aren't in that top ten. You're looking yeah. at your, your, Camish, Thompson, Rowbottom, Jelly, Chilton, Plato, Aaron Taylor, Smith, Moffat. There's eight good drivers there who aren't in the top ten. Yeah, it's a really competitive field. You won't be able to score points every race if you are outside that group of what I'd call elite four, five, six drivers. Yeah. I think if you can get three, two to three points finishes this weekend, that's good progress for Jackson and that's good progress for the team. Osborne needs Osborne. to be getting points on the board. Yeah, he needs at least one point score this weekend I to agree. feel like it's a successful weekend and making progress. I'd agree. When you look at the car and the um, resources at their disposal, I, yeah. I would agree with you on that point completely, completely. Moving on to the other side of that camp, then Napa Racing with Sutton and Camish. Rumours last time out of struggles with chassis mm. um, and trying to get the best setup out of that car. Now, those those were almost defunct on Camish's side, who scored two podiums and took a tenth, whereas Sutton seemed to struggle a bit last weekend. He was a little bit almost non-existent. He wasn't really in battles or anything like that. No, though he still came away with three top ten finishes. Yeah. yeah. Building points, banking points. I would put or lean towards Camish having a better weekend. As mm. I, I don't think Camish needs the car to be so perfectly set up, but I think Sutton needs the needs the setup to work in that way. Yeah. Obviously, you need the right setup. That's not what I'm saying, but I think Camish can work. Drive with, around it. Yeah, I think yeah. Camish can adapt quickly and drive around the issues, whereas I think Sutton needs things to be a bit more tightly run, a bit more where he needs it to be in his own mind to get the results on, on the track. Because I think, as you say, cameras can drive around those issues a bit more. That, that's how I feel. Yeah. And you seemingly don't disagree. No, no. I think Kamish is he's much more settled in a car that isn't quite there. And driving styles are different as well. Because Sutton is so aggressive, he needs the car to be set up to the way exactly. he, need, he needs it to be set he up. He needs to have confidence in yeah, it. Yeah, otherwise he can't launch it the way he does. Yeah. Whereas Kamish is a bit more... Sophisticated is the wrong term. He's a bit more calculated, perhaps, in, in yeah. how he races. And that's not to say Sutton's reckless. He's just that bit more aggressive, whereas Karras mm. that bit more, you know, wait his t- wait for the chance to arrive. But Turkton-esque in some ways. Yes, very much so. Uh, moving on to the other BMWs on the grid, then Adam Morgan and George Gamble. Uh, George Gamble, possibly the the standout of the season so far with his performances. Um, both of them inside the top ten in the championship. And how are they going to perform this weekend? Are they going to have the issues that WSR and BMW might have? No. Or are they going to be able to drive around it? Morgan goes well here, generally. Took he a, does. Took a win 
Yeah, he sank up the wins here for his career, I believe. Remember that season where we thought it's got to be the end for the Merck, and yeah. he, he took a, a podium and like two other top sevens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I expect. I expect Morgan to go well. Do I think Gamble's going to struggle? I don't know. <laughs> I thought he was going to struggle at Brands, and he mm. didn't struggle as badly as I thought he would. No, especially in those changeable conditions. Yeah, yeah. I think he does all right this weekend. What's all right translate as? What's all right translate as uh, a couple of top ten finishes? Yeah, I've been inclined to agree. I don't think he wins the Jack Sears this weekend. Okay. We'll get onto that later. I know, I know, but, I know. But I don't okay, think, we'll I don't, see. I don't think he wins the Jack Sears this weekend. Uh, how about then the other Hondas on the grid of Team Dynamics mm. and Shedden and Robottom? Shedden is certainly outshining Robottom this season, having yeah. scored 50 more points than him yeah. already. Robot needs a strong weekend. He does, doesn't I'm he? Not sure it's going to come. Okay. Really? Really. Shedden goes well here, as we discussed earlier. Seven wins here in the past. Are we waiting for Alton Park where Robot goes well then? I'm just just having a look at how we got on last year here at Clarkson. I, I was quite surprised at how not off the pace, but almost underperforming he was last time out at Brands. Yeah. I thought he'd be a lot closer to Shedden than he wasn't. He got caught up in that act- accident yes. in race two, which then damaged the car. But, I mean, last year, a 7 4 from 21st. Okay, ignore the 21st. It was pouring down the rain. Yeah. Uh, and then a 6th, a non-contest in the 16th. So, mixed bag. Mm. Shedden goes well here. I think Robottom's got to be aiming for at least two top 10 finishes. And that second, that 6th, at the second Thruxton, he also had pole. Yeah. Which means that he, he didn't race particularly well. He got mugged, I think, a bit. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I definitely think Shedden will outscore him this weekend. Oh, yeah. I and think, perform much better. I think that we've already seen so far, and I'm cursing for Shedden to make a, a doozy this weekend, but <laughs> he's driven pretty well so far, Shedden, and a bit more reserved than we saw last year, less yes. hot-headed, you know, concentrating on getting the points and scoring the, you know, the... the the high-end points, and we've not seen him involved in anything too silly, which last year was a was not criticism for him. <laughs> Talking of too silly, uh, Rory Butcher and Toyota and his mm-hmm. teammate Ricky Collard, it's certainly been a tale of two halves, really, for each side of that team. Collard has been plagued with problems. He has, hasn't he? Yeah, and he did fight back at Donington to get 15th he's in race three. He's been so unlucky. Oh, he's been massively unlucky. The pace that, that he showed at Donington in the opening round, we thought, okay, maybe we're going to have someone that's going to be fighting for top tens, um, and he hasn't even hasn't even got that yet. Hasn't raced a Thruxton in the touring car before. Okay. Takes a lot of commitment to go Takes to Thruxton. Takes a lot of commitment to go to Thruxton. But he has done testing. Yeah, 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 but testing, smesting, the race is completely yeah, yeah. different to the... Yeah, I understand that. Uh, I think he will struggle, is my honest assessment. I think Butcher will go relatively well, but it, depending if he gets himself caught in any incidents, which he has a habit of finding. I don't see Butcher lighting it up this weekend, though. No, but he doesn't need to light it up. Three top eight finishes keeps him well in the hunt for the championship. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he needs to go much better than that. He has taken podiums at Fruxton in the past as well. You know, if you look look at his Fruxton record, it's pretty good. If you look at the cars, the you know, competitive cars rule out the uh, MG for obvious reasons. He's you know taken a f- uh, what's that? Seven for fourteenth. He's taken a sixth for fifth and a third. You know these aren't bad results. A fourth for fifth and a sixth. 
Yeah, these aren't terrible results. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out for him, really, this weekend. Stay out of trouble, that's the key. Yes, very much so. Uh, one driver that has definitely been staying out of trouble this season uh, is Bobby Thompson uh, for Team Hard. Mm. He's had, by all means, a bloody good start. Ooh, less of the swearing. Do not need <laughs> to bring down the toe, I don't think. Sits 12th in the championship on 39 points um, and is definitely outshining anyone else that drives a Cupra. Um, I mean... Taylor Smith, down in 16th, only 13 points scored. Will Powell had a, a difficult time at Brands. I think out of the pan into the fire kind of comes yeah, to mind. Yeah, yeah, you can't really. Um, and obviously between... Brands and now Nick Hamilton has been developing a bigger brake servo to help him with uh, a little bit more confidence on the brakes. Yeah, Thompson hasn't got a particularly electric record at Thruxton, although he's been in cars that would not be particularly electric, and now he's in the car that is partially electric. So hopefully he might be able to light it up a bit better this weekend. Take your head out your hands, son. Uh, yeah, I don't think he will necessarily be the star of the Jack Sears this weekend either. I think the Cooper will struggle. Mm. So do I. I think it's um, it's not a car that looks fast. It's no. a stupid thing to say, but you know what I mean? When, <laughs> yeah. when it doesn't look fast in the way that some of the others do. And I think here, you have to have a fast car. I think he might be pleased to score points this weekend. Yeah, um, I'd agree. In all that. honesty. And I think that would be the same for Taylor Smith as well. And Hamilton and Powell, I think they just need to be battling with those drivers that we would expect them to be battling with at the back. I don't see a Cooper higher than 20th on the grid in qualifying. Okay. Fair enough. Um, moving on then to the Astros of mm. Michael Priest and Ash Hand. They they had a mixed outing <laughs> at Brands, shall we say. They did. Um, had quite a severe damage to Michael Priest's car, which put him out of race three. Um, I'm sure they would have got that sorted between brands and now however um, and we'll be looking to not disgrace themselves this weekend I think. Yeah that's absolutely right I, it, you know Crease has gone well here in the past albeit in the Honda which you expect him to I think they will really struggle here this this weekend I still think they are but they are the oldest car on the grid mm -hmm. I'm not convinced on their pace I'm not convinced on their competi overall competitiveness I think if either of them score points they'll see that's a good weekend yeah. I don't think either score points if I'm being perfectly frank no I, there might be a point or two sneaked for Crease. I think Increase races fairly well it races well but I, I, here I think it's all about car performance and car competitiveness okay I'm just not convinced Paramax Vauxhall is there yeah, another car that probably isn't there yet as well is the Infinity of <laughs> uh, Moffat, Patterson, and Harfit, um, yeah. who between them have a combined total of two points. All of those being Ash, uh, Aiden Moffat. Yeah, but Patterson's not disgracing himself. He's not. Going, at he's all. going well, but boy, if the car is as anything hard to drive as it looks to drive, as it was at Brands. Imagine that twitching through church. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that. Uh, yeah, um, that's not that's the car I would least want to be in this weekend. In all honesty, I think I'd be inclined to agree with you. It's not a particularly happy hunting ground uh, for Moffat either. Never really set the world alight. Thruxton. No, he's taking points here, but never really set the world alight. Uh, Thruxton. So, yeah, I don't see points. A test weekend almost. 
trying trying different things out on the car, see whether they can make improvements, set up changes, and things like that. I certainly think it will be that way for Parfit, who is still looking whole, to learn that car and get the reliability in it that's needed. No disrespect to Parfit, the whole season is going to be a test for Parfit. Mm. It's just not going to be competitive. Okay then. Well, that's it's a really weird. Mo- the more you think about it, it's a really weird move from Parfit, isn't it? You've, yes. gone, from, you've gone from the stability of the Hyundai, yes, which is getting its own engine, and yeah, you're going to one of the weirdest cars on the grid. When you look at what what's an obvious racing car. Mm. I mean, I, I I appreciate this is also a team that have worked or had dealings with the Subaru in the past. If you look at the BMW and also reigning champions, but yes, I I understand where you're coming from. It's reigning champions, yes, but I defy anybody who's not certain to win a championship in that car. In the yeah. same way, I defy anybody who's not certain to win a championship in the Subaru. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He certain drives weird, which might be why he's struggling here because Ford's not a weird car. <laughs> he likes driving weird cars. The Infinity is a super weird car for touring cars. Yeah. When you look at it. And the decisions go over and path it. And you just kind of think to yourself, why, if you're part of the hard outfit, why not try to get a fifth Cooper on the grid rather than do a... Mm. Do you know what I mean? I know yeah. that, I know it's already there, there's less less money in that sense, but it's just really weird. No, I agree. Um, but I've asked twice. But we, we certainly won't miss him at the track. I think he's had his um, truck liveried up yes, again. Yes, he has for this weekend um, in all his bright neon colours. Um, so he certainly brings some brightness to the weekend. He does, he does. Right then, having been through all the teams and drivers, we shall get on to our predictions for the weekend. Who do you think is going to take pole position? Cook. Simple, <laughs> What easy. a surprise. Well, well, even with only 1.5 seconds of uh, boost. Don't think it's going much difference okay. for Cook in the same way that we've seen Ingram qualify well last weekend at Brands. Even though you said that hybrid could have a bigger difference this weekend, I think in the race it will. Okay. I don't think in qualifying it will. That's fine. I don't think we're going to see much, to be honest, with the hybrid in qualifying all season. I don't think it's going to be that big a factor. I think the factor is going to come in the race where you yeah. can defend, attack, yeah, yeah, hold and give, do it at the right time, slow no, or fast. No, we don't need to start that route. Come but on. you must get to the line. Oh dear. Right. Schedule always hit I, you. I, <laughs> I'm going to go for Hill. Um, just on the sort of pace that he showed in testing here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's in a decent position in regards to Boost. A little unlucky that... Do so you think Boost is going to take a player part? Yeah, because I think Shedden could be quite close. And he's okay. sitting, what, sixth in the championship. Yep. So he'll have a decent amount. Um but yeah, I'm just going to go for Hill just because of that pre-season testing, which I know means not a lot. That is very bold because in pre-season yeah. testing, Aston Martin looked like a you know semi-decent outfit in the F1. But yeah, yeah, that's bold. Anyway, okay, your, your winners for the weekend: Cook. <laughs> wow, what a surprise! Ingram. Okay, I'm going for a Plato race three. Of course you are. No, <laughs> if he doesn't do it this weekend, I don't think I'll predict Plato ever again. But I just kind of feel. It is now or never this weekend. How many times did you say that last season? I don't think I predicted him for a win once last season. Last season, not in the Vauxhall. Not in the Vauxhall. No, true. No. I'll, I'll remind you of this next time I you don't predict, think him, I predict don't him for a win. No, look, look. Reverse grid race three. Hmm? Once he finds a way to dispatch Turkins, he'll inevitably be on the front row because that's how reverse grid works. <laughs> once he's found a way to dispatch Turkins... Legally, illegally, that's another question. Then he will... 
it's the best chance he's going to have, I think, for the rest of the season. I genuinely think this is now the best chance. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I have to agree with you on part of your winners. Um, Cook and Ingram, I think, mm-hmm. will take a win this weekend. But I also think Shedden will as well, yeah. knowing his record here yeah. and well, being in the Now corner. knowing his record here. Yes, yes, yes. But uh, yeah, no, I think that's fine. I think that's fair enough. Who are you going for your Jack Sears? Uh, I don't think it is much of a gamble anymore, but I'm going to go for George Gamble. Um, I think he's looking very strong. I don't think the BMW would do as well this weekend, but as we've already said, I don't think the Cooper will do particularly well. Um, I don't think the Toyota will do particularly well. Not the Toyota. Um, the... Vauxhall. Yeah, the Vauxhall, sorry. And I don't think any of the other drivers will be there or thereabouts. I'll go Edwards. Okay. Track she loves. Car's yeah. good. She's getting into some form. I think if she just keeps her nose clean... And oh, Andy Neat's not there this year, so... Andy Neat's not there this year, so that's always helpful for her racing uh, <laughs> hopes. I think that this could be a really profitable weekend for her. Okay. Again, make hay with the sun is shining. I think she'll be quicker than most of her rivals in the Jack Sears, with the exception of maybe Gamble, but... BMW in the cold, BMW at Thruxton. There's a lot to go wrong. Yep. Yep. Okay, then, your general prediction for the weekend. No rear-wheel drive cars on the... Or drivers of the cars, because I know the cars don't go on the podium before you get pernickety. No rear-wheel drive podium. That's bold. I look forward to Hill just ruining my life yeah. within the first 20 <laughs> minutes of the touring cars this weekend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that is quite bold. Because, as we saw... Double diamond, extra bold. As we saw a couple or three seasons ago, BMW were really strong here. Yeah, it's cold. Mm. It's May. Mm. We'll see. We'll see. Other cars have had the boost changed. <laughs> um, I am going for no Toyota podium, so I don't think uh, I don't think Ricky Collard will be getting. Wait for Butcher to get a double win. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shush. Toyota one two. Um, I think in fact, if there's Toyota one two, you have to forfeit the competition. I think. <laughs> Or fit the weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Um, yeah, I, I think the Toyotas will fairly struggle this weekend. I know Ingram's looked quick around here in the Corolla, but I just don't don't see it happening, especially with that many Hondas on the grid and Ingram looking so quick in the Hyundai. Fair enough. Before we go on to bingo, we've got a special extra round game this weekend. Yes. Bit more, hooray! If you don't mind. Yes. So Thruxton, obviously, even less. <laughs> obviously, got the two chicanes, um, one in the opening end of the lap and one right at the end of the lap. It's the one at the end of the lap that we're looking towards, aren't we? For two reasons. Yep. One, alliteration purposes, which I find are the best kind of purposes when you're making a game, uh, and two, because historically this is one that is always missed, and tire barriers are and clipped, flop, and floppy markers get. <laughs> Minis are turning over and catching fire, and it's yeah, I remember all that. very good fun. So we're playing the corner cutting club. It's called club. Oh god! So, how many touring cars, BTCC cars? We're going to play along with the sport races we actually watch as well. But for the official purposes, Sam, official point scoring purposes, how many touring cars are going to cut club? So this is across the three races, all added together. Yes. Uh, I'm going to go for seven. I'm going to go for six. Now, oh, okay. the closest gets one point. Yeah. If you bang on, you get three points. Lovely. You can also score a point for each driver. Ooh. 
Go on then. So a maximum of three. Yep. Otherwise we'll just put all 27 down, which kind of defeats the object. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to go for my three. So there could be exactly six mm-hmm. cross or cut club. Mm-hmm. So you'd get three points for that. Yeah. But it could be none of your drivers and it could be all my drivers and we could draw. We could. Okay. It's why it's, wh- for it. it's why it's so exciting. I'm playing for it. I'm, go on. When Paddy Power picked this up, we're going to go into galactic. We're going to have the Beastie Boys singing for us. We're going to have Peter Crouch sort of looking a bit lost at the racing tracks. We are going to be that high. You won't believe it. I'm going to get Paddy Power pants. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> right. Which drivers, mate? Gordon Shetton. Okay. I was going to say Michael Jackson, but it's not. It's Ollie. Um, Ollie, thank you. <laughs> and... Rick Parfit. Okay. I can be the three I'm going to pick. And Parfit's going to do it on his own, any, just because... Any reason, apart from Parfit doing it on his own, any reason for the other two? Shannon's going to be racing somebody at front for position in the top sort of five, six places. Yeah. And Jackson's going to be part of a battle pack of five, six, seven cars. And okay. we know that three into one doesn't go, as yep. Harvey's probably got tattooed across well, him somewhere. Two into one, I'm hoping. for. We'll get onto yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, my yeah. three drivers are going to be Hill, Camish, and Osborne. Hill and Camish. Are for... you sort of being paid to promote Hill at all? Because like, no. Uh, just checking. Just checking. No, just checking. No. Um, as you say, I think sort of like Hill and Camish might be on the outside going into there, and they'll either have to bail out of it or slot into line. I'm hoping that they bail out of it. Uh, and then Osborne, yeah, I think he'll be in a ridiculous battle pack at the back and get yeah. shoved out. Fair enough. Right, well, that's the Corner Cutting Club. Merch will be available. <laughs> uh, right, we have the club sandwich and everything. We, we could make a real thing out of this. It could be what takes us on. Uh, right. If you want a Corner Cutting Club t-shirt, mail in and we'll, there's a demand. You never know. Right, bingo. 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 Go on, then. We are terrible at this game. Yeah, we've only got one right this season. We've, I mean, you have. Sorry, I've only got one right this season. I'm happy not to be chucked in with you, to be honest. You've done well, I've done terribly. Uh, Right, my first one. We're about to go through the fastest corner in Britain. Yeah. At church, obviously. And linking mine to that, sliding through church. You can see this car sliding there through church. Towards the end of the race, you know, tyres going off. Harvey's confused the hybrid lap system to how much <laughs> laps each car has. Do you want to put that on green now? <laughs> it was a bit of a difficult situation at Brands Hatch. Oh, the poor bloke. I don't think the graphics help sometimes. No. When he doesn't realise whether I, it's laps to go or laps that it's been used. Uh, I or... do think that this is a ridiculously complicated system as well so far. Okay. Which I think will get easier of time. In the same way that when VAR came in, everyone was like, this is stupid, this is ludicrous. Yeah. With measuring armpit hair, etc. But now, generally, unless sort of Paul Tierney's involved, it's fine. So, I mean, not that you're bitter. Um, right, my second one. It's a handball. Uh, talk, talking about Hill and Sutton topping the pre season testing um, in the first and second sessions. See, I can see that happening in the pod. Yeah, yeah possibly. And not our pod, I mean the pod they have yeah, at the race yeah. where they sit and talk. But we'll see. I think Paul O'Neill will say that. Oh yeah, almost definitely. Of course, he's famous this week before we go to our final one for his footage emerging of him interviewing a boy in a tent, which, yeah. Yeah, less said about that probably, the better. Good to see that resurfacing. <laughs> uh, finally, he knows what it takes to win a title. 
Oh, I think you're a little bit early on I that don't. this season. I don't. I don't. They they adore Turkington. Okay. Turkington getting three temps would be. This is fine. Championship. He knows what he's doing. He knows how to win a title. It'd be fine. Tim Harvey loving the BMWs there. Um, and my final one is can't go side by side into the chicane. That could be either chicane, but I'm thinking more probably the last one because it is a tighter of the two. Right. Um, yeah, we'll see how this weekend goes. What's I'm actually it? looking forward to it. I'm feeling okay. No. Uh, okay. Look, do you need some tablets? No. <laughs> I think that the new racing era in is now so uber competitive. I think it will actually be quite fun. Okay. Any big accidents? Oh yes. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, well, send us in your thoughts for your predictions for the weekend. Who you think might take wins or pole positions? Um, and we'll be back with you, hopefully on Monday, um, because I'm off on holiday next weekend. But so yeah, golf last time out. <laughs> Sorry, I've got a social life, <laughs> which I'm not clearly not important enough to be a part of. I'm the party, but that's because you can't play golf. <laughs> Look at you! How far <laughs> in the car were you? How miserable were you for how many days? Oh dear. Anyway, <laughs> we'll be back with you on Monday for a review of the weekend. We hope you enjoy it, um, and yeah, stay safe. Remember to subscribe, follow, and also share our podcast for more touring car updates. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook by just searching for BTCP, British Touring Car Podcast. And you can also contact us there or on our email at btccpod at gmail.com. 